Welcome to the You Choose Podcast. We're so glad you're here. Please take a moment, pause this podcast right now, and share it with someone you think would find this podcast interesting. We would really appreciate it. Please go to youchoosepodcast.com. That's the letter U, choosepodcast.com, and find the different ways that you can connect with us and how you can be part of the live event. And without further ado, let's get into the adventure you choose. All right, go we're live. live. Yeah! Just barely. <laughs> we did it! <laughs> we did it! We're live! Oh. Hey, a fun question to anybody listening now or later on. Have you had, I think you would have had by now the worst day of your life, right? Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you don't so. know what's yet to come. You could, there could be worse days coming. <laughs> I hope not. Well, I mean, yeah. the only thing we're certain of in life is death, taxes, and you'll never be a shark. Man, listen, all I want to be is a shark. Is that so much to ask? Let's dive right in and Let's get right to it. If you're new to the, <laughs> we uh, go through these old choose your own adventure books. And when we get to decision point, if you're watching live in the chat, you get to decide how the story will go. And today we're going to be in the Grand Canyon Odyssey by Jay Labode. The bode, I don't know how I'm pronouncing it, but and this one is from 19. Gosh, what year was this? I'm gonna guess 84. 1985. Ah, Marty, you know, if you <laughs> I gotta get back to 1985, Doc. You know, the thing is, if you look at this cover, this cover kind of breaks a couple of uh, choose your own adventure rules. If you look at it, yes. We got a conquistador right smack dab in the middle. No alien. There's no nope. pyramids. There's no spaceships. There's no earth tone rainbows. No. None, not, not one to be seen. There's a bunch of wild horses just coming at us from the from the water. But if you notice on the guy, his shirt is tucked in. You know, he is in the midst of paddling and a raft to save his life. But his his shirt is tucked into those jeans. If you, if, right. if you zoom in real close, you can see he's wearing a belt with them jeans, too. I just got done telling someone, zoom in real tight, <laughs> look at that belt. That's a, that's a good 1980s boy. You know, this weekend, uh, um, my uh, fiance, uh, Jill, and I were out getting photos done at a, a, f a photography place and there was a family in front of us waiting to get their photos taken and the son was like should i tuck my shirt in and the dad was like i don't know do what you want and i looked at the kid and i'm like you should always tuck your shirt in it's <laughs> <laughs> like does that pant do, do those pants have belt loops you tuck that shirt in boy <laughs> tuck it in buddy his name's tommy yep. tuck it in tommy when in doubt don't let it hang out tuck it in Tuck that shirt in. So, yeah, with that being said, we should get going. Sorry, I just thought I'd share some shirt tucking fun. Yes. Facts. Fun facts. So, you got a map? You know, can't be a good book without a map. No. Is it even a choose your own adventure book without a map? Even Marty goes back to the saloon. He does. Lee, if you're cool with it, I'd like to start off this one. Sure. The vaguest of dedications in the world. Before page one, for my family. <laughs> Narrows it down. At least it doesn't say for your family, because that'd be weird. Yeah. You'd be like, what? <laughs> I don't understand. 
Here we go. Here we, here we go, kids. Get ready. Hang on. Two weeks ago, a rancher named Bill Wilton called you with a mission. My horses keep disappearing, he explained. I've lost nearly three dozen head over the past few months. Three dozen? Wow. How many How many horses you got, Bill? I know. Come Four. on, Bill. <laughs> Look some of that Bill Wilton money. Our ranch is on the Khabib Plateau, above the north rim of the Grand Canyon, and the the edge of the canyon. We're completely... Horses are not horses, they're pegasuses. Pegasi. Pegasi. Mystery solved. Done. Game over. Uh, we got some more viewers here. Welcome to the show, guys. Two blue ticks. Owlwin. Whatever. Welcome, YouTube. I know your reputation as a river runner. We're not a psychic river runner, though. He continued. We want to hire you to float down the canyon and find the horses. I mean, I got news for you, Bill. If they're at the bottom of the canyon, <laughs> they're dead. <laughs> you did not hesitate to accept the job, but you told Bill it's an enormous place. I can't promise I'll find the horses. I'll do my best. I'm nine years old. <laughs> After Bill hung up, you called your friend D Delia. Delia, a Navajo Indian who knows the secrets of the deserts and canyons of the Southwest because she's a Native American. Oh boy. We're so, there's so much like 80s, like soft racism in these books. <laughs> yeah. She agreed to be your guide. I've always wanted to float through the Grand Canyon, she says enthusiastically. When do we leave? In two weeks, she replied. During those two weeks, your anticipation has been building. You've run many rivers in the West, but never the greatest of them all. The Colorado as it cuts a mile deep gorge through the Grand Canyon. It lies at the heart of the vast, mysterious region as, as the great American desert, and most of it is still untracked. Your fascination with the canyon began when, you're, when you heard stories about time travel. What? What? We're on page two. And we're already time traveling. We're on page two, guys. We're talking about time travel already. I'm, I'm in. I'm in. Three is aliens. Man, <laughs> they don't even build up to it. They just right to it. Just drop it. With time travel, it is said that just as the rock walls of the canyon are a reflection of the eons of geological time, certain travelers who descend into the gorge also descend into the corridors of time. Some say it is an infernal underworld. Others say it is a place of vision. Wow. Turn to, turn to page four. Now at Lee's Ferry. Hey, it's your ferry. Hey, I didn't know. There I it was. is. <laughs> Hey. Who knew? Nobody tells me these things. <laughs> I mean, come on. Let, let, let me know I own a ferry business. Yes. You and Delia pack your supplies into the 16-foot rubber raft. You could have settled for the 12, but no, 16 in my book. 16, yeah. That will take you 277 miles down the river. You have food for four weeks, maps, rain gear, a two-way radio, and an air pump all stowed in a watertight bag. You check the oars and rowing frame and make sure the raft is inflated to the correct pressure. Bill and the park ranger look on as the reddish-brown river rushes by. When everything is lashed tight into the raft, you and Delia go over your route with the ranger. A few miles from Lee's Ferry, you will enter Marble Canyon, 
just full of round glass marbles just everywhere <laughs> as far as you can see. It is two days to Upper Granite Gorge and another two days and several treacherous rapids to Phantom Ranch. That's like um, when you buy a bottle of ranch and it's gone the next day. Phantom, Phantom Ranch. Oh. <laughs> Once you pass... We don't have a soundboard. I know. <laughs> Do a rim shot in your heads, kid. Once you pass Phantom Ranch, you will head into the depths of the Middle Granite Gorge, where Bill suggests you look for the horses. Don't forget what our ranch looks like. Our brand ranch brand looks like, Bill says. It's the Lazy J Bar Z. Dude, you're lucky we're doing this at all. Yeah. Quit getting, <laughs> quit getting a fancy. The Lazy J Bar Z. Yeah, so I mean, the been... on its side, the J's on its side, and then there's a bar, and then the Z. That's what that means. Oh, look at Lego with that branding knowledge. Yeah, ours was uh, S, S bar M, I think is what ours was. You had a ranch brand? Yeah, yeah, all cat, yeah. They all, every farmer rancher has a, a unique brand. Lee, I didn't know you were the son of a rancher. Well, yeah, we had cattle. Oh, yeah. Oh, my goodness. There you go. Look at that. New stuff all the time. Let me go. Page four. Lord, where are we on picture? Yeah. My, my, my phone got messed up. He shows you a drawing of what it, what it looks like for the flanks of the horse. At last, all is ready. You and Delia put on your life jackets. Bill tips his hat and says, don't die. <laughs> the ranger shakes your hands. You push the raft off the bank, hop in and float into the current. The river surges under your boat. It's good to be underwater with the sun hot overhead. The raft rocks gently, and you begin to settle into the rhythm of the river, ready to face the unknown. In the late afternoon, the walls of Marble Canyon begin to glow a rose color. You ask Delia if she thinks it's possible to travel through time in the canyon. I've never, technically we are time traveling right now. We're just going forward, one second at a time. <laughs> I've never known anyone to do it, she replies, but it may be possible. The canyon is a very powerful place. It is the navel of the universe. Pump the brakes, Delia. Navel of the universe. It, it's the navel of the universe? It's a big ditch. What are we doing? Yeah. <laughs> Calm down. Like a, the navel, though, like we're, like we're, it's a belly button of the universe. The belly button? Lord. The place from which people emerge from a previous world. Many things are possible in a place so near to the source of life. Listen, I'm a paranormal dad. I am down with Delia pauses for a moment. Coyote is known to frequent the canyon. He is a great trickster and pr practitioner, practicer, sorry, of sorcery. He can change himself into any shape. We're talking about Skinwalker, y'all. Your conversation is interrupted by the roar of a large rapid downstream. That must be Soap Creek, you say. Okay. Should we run it? It's awful late in the day, Delia says. Maybe we should wait till morning. On the other hand, it would feel good to get the first big rapid under our belts. All right, everybody. If you want to run Soap Creek rapid now, turn to page 10. If you decide to camp for the night, turn to page 50. All right. Ain't nothing wrong with a good camp. No. No. You know, sit down, take it easy. Then again, Soap Creek, 
You can get clean. You get clean, yeah. At the beginning, it says or a little bit of humble bragging here. You have run many rivers in the West, but none of them, but never the greatest of them all. I'm like, uh, like how we're just humble bragging. You know, yeah. I've done this a lot. I'm kind of a big deal. I'm, <laughs> I'm kind of important. All right. Well, we can flip. Let's, uh, let's give it a few more seconds. And otherwise, I can grab the coin here. Okay, so let's see what was our options here. Or we wait. we we camp or we wait. So I would say if we don't get any uh, votes here, heads for uh, head down the rapids and tails for camp out. Put our tails down for a for a camp out. So camp or run the rapids. Let us know in the chat. Otherwise, we'll flip here and let the fates decide. All right. Really, how we decide all of our decisions. Gerald, camp out. Gerald for the win. All right, so camp out, page 50. We'll do some camping. We took a correspondence course. Save Soap Creek Rapid for the morning and camp for the night in a shady grove by the river. As you sit by the campfire, you ask Delia to tell you more legends about the Grand Canyon. The little horses are supposed to live here, she says. Long ago, they got trapped in the canyon and developed separately from the rest of their species. They are half the size of normal horses and are too wild to be tamed. I hear they are very clever. Suddenly, you see something flash behind Delia. What's that, you wonder aloud. She turns around. I didn't see anything. There's something out there, you say. Getting up, I am going to take a look. You walk to the edge of the firelight and in the darkness beyond the campfire, two bright yellow eyes are blinking at you. There's something magnetic about them. They're luring you out into the night. You wonder if you should follow them. All right. Another choice already. <laughs> Too wild to be tamed. Yes. <laughs> if you follow the yellow eyes, turn to page 72. If you resist the lure and return to the campfire, Turn to page 36. So do we follow the eyes or do we resist? It's a two resist. Options. That sounds like an intense, like resist. Oh, Gerald already says follow the eyes. Why not? Why not? See, I love how Gerald was like, let's be safe. Let's camp out. And then he's like, we were already safe once. I'm not doing it twice. Yeah. Yeah. Fool me once. <laughs> no, nah, I'm not. I'm not practicing safety two times in a row. No way. That's, that's boring. Yes. Hey, remember on the cover, Eddie, we did have two people. We had someone to put our knives into. Listen, I was going to say, man, I mean, in other Choose Your Own Adventure books, we have more than one friend. So it's like, hey, listen, if I stab one in the back, I got one more. But now it's like, I only got one friend. I got to make my, I got to make my backstabs count. Exactly. Mm. All right. So we're going to follow the eyes here, probably. And we'll give it another second. But otherwise... Let's get lost in the lost in their eyes. Lost in their eyes, like a little Peter Gabriel. There you go. So seventy-two, it is Eddie. Whoever or whatever the yellow eyes belong to, they want to lead you somewhere. You can't resist their lure. They disappear and reappear twenty feet ahead, waiting for you. Just as you are about to overtake them, they disappear and go farther. Oh, in this way, the eyes lead you up to a steep slope. The night grows darker. You follow the eyes along a narrow ledge on the slope. 
Suddenly, you don't know where you are, and you're not sure which direction camp is. You stop and look back. Deep silence and darkness surround you. Panic takes hold. You look ahead for yellow eyes. They are gone. If you run ahead to where you last saw the eyes, turn to page 63. If you try to run back the way you came, turn to page 91. So back to the eyes or back the way we came. Safety or adventure. Mm. (laughs) Or death. (laughs) I tell you what. You know, how do we know? We don't. So if that was you, Eddie, would you follow the eyes? What would I do? I would probably follow the eyes. Okay. I've been like, we've, we've, we've done two safe things. There we go. Back to the eyes. But this is adult Eddie. Would nine-year-old Eddie follow the eyes? Oh, yeah. I was just, I was even more impetu- uh, in, impulsive and adventurous back then. <laughs> there was a time one time. Where I did. This is what stoked my interest in like paranormal for for sure. I heard, and I lived in a very remote part of upstate New York. I heard the most weird, like yell, like scream in the forest. Did not. It sounded kind of like a person, but kind of not like a person. Like it was weird. And I ran towards it. I was like, "What was that?" <laughs> like, yeah, I'm still here. I'm alive votes for eyes eddie so nine-year-old uh, eddie's the eyes the the chat group says follow the eyes so there we go we're going follow the eyes 63 it is you run to where you last saw the eyes it seemed to have disappeared then over to your left there are there they are waiting patiently Ooh. the eyes continue to lead you on you cling to the narrow ledge as the slope gets steeper at one point you must crawl through the rock tunnel <laughs> in the hillside <laughs> and when eddie's crawling yeah i'm almost there almost ah! I'm Splat. <laughs> and when you come out the other side you follow the eyes up a narrow side canyon to a small rocky nook in the cliffs a long tall entrance in the rock leads into a passage with granite walls close on either side the eyes take you inside they seem to know where to go Turn to page 78. Man, the eyes go inside of a witch's oven. <laughs> follow the eyes, I said. Follow them. You follow the eyes through the passage, winding to the right, then to the left. You stop for a moment and realize you're in a labyrinth. Your own eyes adjust, and you notice light is filtering in from somewhere above. You wonder if it is daybreak already. You hurry ahead, hoping that in the weak light you may be able to see the owner of the eyes. But nothing is there. You have another moment of panic, but then you hear the soft pad of footsteps around the corner. You follow quickly, but every time you round a corner, the footsteps have just turned the next one. Suddenly, a small voice from behind you taunts. Hey, you, where are you going? You need some help? You turn, but see no one. The footsteps keep moving ahead. All right, here's another choice, everybody. If you hurry to catch up with the footsteps, turn to page 93. If you stop to see who is talking to you, turn to page 85. So do we follow the footsteps or do we see who's talking to us? Let us know. You can tell this is an early choose your own adventure book because it's full of choices. Yeah, yeah. It took 
four pages to get going, but then once it hit, it goes. <laughs> it took four pages to get going, and it took two pages to get the time travel. Yeah, yeah, that's true. Yeah, it only took two pages of time travel. So yeah. that, that the recipe, it's either time travel or aliens. It really is. And it's always backstabs. Well, it's yeah. like, yeah, that's like adding water or flour to any sort of recipe. Like, it starts with backstabs. It always does. Uh, we're saying follow. Follow the footsteps. Oh, right. Gerald says, follow. ooh, two blue ticks. Says, so, see who's talking. We got we got a coin toss on our hands right now. Here we go. So, uh, follow the footsteps and tails. See who's talking. Tails. See, who see who's talking. And what page was that? See who's talking. I made all the choices. Yeah, true. So, so that would be eighty-five, Eddie. Eighty-five. You let the footsteps go and turn to look for the owner of the voice. Who said that, you ask? It's me, dummy, down here. So the so the voice is mean. We know that much. Yeah, insulting us. In front of you sits a, a, a Gila. A, is it Gila? It's Gila. Gila monster. Eyes flash. Gila monster. Who are you, you ask, startled. I'll ask the questions around here, retorts the Gila monster. Now that you've gotten yourself lost in this labyrinth, I suppose you need help getting out. I was following these yellow eyes, you explain. That became footsteps. Footsteps. I didn't see anything go by here. Your ears must be playing tricks on you, said the talking Gila monster. Oh, forget it, you say. How do I get out of here? Now hold on just a minute. It's not so easy as that. I'll get you out of here, but only if you can answer my riddle. Why is it always a riddle? Why do we have to do this? And what if I don't? Then I will decide what to do with you. I'll try to answer your riddle, you say. But after you get me out of here, I have a question for you. The Gila monster nods in agreement and then says, are you ready for the riddle? Yes. Though I have a mouth, I cannot speak. What am I? That's easy, you say. If you say you are a cave, turn to page 80. If you say you are a river, turn to page 79. We're not even shocked by the fact that we're talking to an animal. We just roll with it, man. We just roll with it. I'm telling you, it was the 80s. We just accepted stuff way more easy back then. Yeah, we did. We did. Oh, Gerald says cave. Okay. All right. I think we're going with cave here. Cave. Okay. 80, page 80. Page 80, sir. You are up. That's me. You are a cave, you answer. The Gila monster breaks out in demonic laughter. Demonic? What's my answer, you demand? He keeps laughing, then finally says, your answer is not so bad. <laughs> not so bad, but it's not the one I wanted. Perhaps I will give you a second chance. Answer this one. The more of me you take away, the larger I grow. What am I? If you say, I'm tired of this, and I demand to return to my camp, Turn to page 84. If you answer, you are the Grand Canyon, turn to page 90. So, <laughs> tired of this, tired of talking to a mon Gila monster, turn to page 84. Yeah. Answer, you are a Grand Canyon. Yeah. Notice you are a shark is not in here. Yeah, yeah, you are a shark. We're, we're talking to a lizard for crying out loud. I know. As long as our pants stays, our shirt stays tucked in. Well, that's true. True. 
All right, we got to vote for Grand Canyon. We'll give that another few seconds here, and then I'll. Otherwise, we're going to the Grand Canyon page ninety. Ninety. So we've had a choice every page so far. Almost every page. Beginning since the first, we had four pages at the beginning, and then ever since it's been a choice. All right, so. we're gonna go with number. Uh, we're gonna go with Grand Canyon here, page ninety. Ninety. You are the Grand Canyon, you answer. Right, the Gila monster says. Now I will tell you how to get out of here. There is a secret rock panel behind me. If you push it, it will open onto the place where you are camped. Will you answer my question, you ask, hoping you aren't pushing your luck? It depends on what it is. Hmm. Where are the horses, you ask? You ask a talking Gila monster where the horses are, but you don't ask him how come you can talk? The horses are we? The horses have gone to a pasture in the canyon. Believe me, you will never find them. The Gila monster answers and runs off into the labyrinth. You push the panel and walk into the camp, feeling dazed. The end. Dazed. Dude, that's it. Dazed? Like, did it really happen? Did that really happen? Did I answer some riddles from a Gila monster? <laughs> talking to Gila monster we do we go know. with jesse and say this is not an ending <laughs> this is an ending <laughs> is that an ending well we didn't die we didn't die didn't die and we got to uh technically get an answer to the horses so yeah i think i think we won this one i think we won i think we did i think everybody's a winner. i think we did all right we should get straight to the next one this is the one of those uh GoBots <laughs> versions of Choose Your Own Adventure books here. So this is Twist a Plot. Twist a Plot. So we've done some Witch Way. Yeah, this is Twist a Plot. This is even cooler than Witch Way. Like we've That's done amazing. Those. Yeah. I've never even heard of Twist a Plot books. I've never even heard of these. 20 endings, a <laughs> so very is, difficult to like make the, out the cover. I was gonna say, what was the GoBots of the GoBots? This, this was not a <laughs> right. A muscle figure. This is all oh, the muscle figures. Do I love those? All right, this was published in 1984. Hey, I wasn't that off. I guess they give you the appropriate warning: do not read this book from beginning to end. So you get a little preparation there. Like the other they even. Ones. They even end it with happy trails. But remember, uh, oh yeah. before you make your choices, they don't call it Danger Mountain for nothing. <laughs> mm. like, like how they put that in there. I know. So you want to start this one off, sir? Yeah, I'll start this one off. All right. Moon casts shadows through the forest. Beside you, around the campfire, your friends are dozing or whispering to one another. As you slap another creepy butt crawling on your leg, you wish like crazy that you were back in your own room playing Zap Man. Oh, wow. We can't even reference Pac-Man in this sucker. We're like, it's Zap Man. <laughs> Zap Man. No such luck. You're on your class trip, a camp out. And so far, it's a bummer. Hmm. No excitement at all. You voted to go to Adventureland, famous for its double loop-to-loop -loop roller coaster, but you lost. The nerds who voted for this camp out must have been paid off 
by squadrons of hungry mosquitoes. You had that at least the destination of the camp out sounded promising. Danger Mountain. Mm. But as near but as you near as you can figure out, the most dangerous thing about Danger Mountain are the mosquitoes. Shows how much you know. To your left is Ronnie Newberger with his weird hat pulled down over his ears. He had a strange, contented look on his face. Then you see why. The hat is covering earphones. Ronnie's got a radio, and he's turned to W-R-O-C, back home, W-Rock. <laughs> Trust Ronnie to bring civilization to the boondocks. Maria Dussel stands up to make an announcement about the tall tale contest that is to begin shortly. Maria says her tall tale will be about Chief Sitting Eagle who lived on Danger Mountain 200 years ago. The winners of the contest will spend two days at Adventureland. Now that's the best news you've heard all day. Next, Mr. Marks, the biology teacher and class trip chaperone, announces the schedule for tomorrow. 6 o'clock wake up, 6.30 bird walk, 7.30 breakfast and cleanup, 8.15, 10-mile hike. Ooh, you tune out Mr. Mark's incredibly boring schedule to try to think up a tall tale to get you to Adventureland. Unfortunately, your imagination isn't working, except to remind you how good pizza would be after those burned uh, burned Franks. He's like, time travel. How do I work time travel into this? <laughs> yes, exactly. We're on page two already. Come on. Yeah, we got aliens or time travel. Pick a side. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, Ronnie's face changes from contented to astonished. Hey. Get this, he cries as he pulls off his hat, revealing the earphones. There are bank robbers around here. Yeah, sure, you say. Ronnie loves to pull practical practical jokes. No, really, Ronnie protests. I'm getting the story on the radio. Listen, want to know more about the bank robbers? Turn to page four. But we were going to anyway. I know. It's not, not, not a choice. They say that the gang held up the third national trust in town this morning says Ronnie. They stole $250,000 and were last seen headed west towards the mountain in Lake Pitiwawa. Mm. That's weird. They are armed and dangerous. Someone gasps and everyone starts to talk at once. Okay, boys and girls, said Mr. Marks in the most irritating I'm in charge voice. I'd better let the authorities know where we are. There's a CB radio in one of the vans. I'm, I'm going back out to it. You are all you all stay here and wait for me. Under no circumstances are you to leave the campsite. And with that, he takes off alone. The woods seem a bit darker now and a lot more exciting. After all, you think there could be bank robbers hiding behind this, the mosquitoes. Let the mosquitoes go already. <laughs> no, come on. Just won't let it die. We need a mosquito counter. <laughs> I know, right? Ooh, I'll do that. Okay. Maria, apparently oblivious to the danger lurking behind the campfire, begins telling her tall tale. Nobody pays much attention. Suddenly, everyone is alert. What was that sound? There it is again. It sounds like a person yelling. Come on, says Ronnie. That could be the bank robbers, and it sounds as though they're nearby. I sure don't want to be found by them. Let's get out of here. Your friend JJ agrees to go with Ronnie. That wasn't bank robbers, said Leslie Mayhew. That was Mr. Marks. He must be calling for help. Let's go help him. Maria, who resents the interruption of her story, wants all the kids to stay for the tall tale contest. She won't let the contest go either, will she? Not that good. Now you have to decide. 
So we don't get just two choices, folks. We have three options. If you want to run for safety, go go with Ronnie and JJ. Turn to page six. If you think Mr. Marks may need your help, go with Leslie and turn to page seven. If you want to stick with Maria and the tall tales, turn to page 20. So here they are again. If you want to run for safety, go with Ronnie and JJ. But really, how do we know they're going to be safe? Right. Yeah. Okay. So go with Ronnie and JJ. If we go help Mr. Marks, or do we stick with Maria? So basically, do we stay at the campsite with Maria? Along with the worst illustration ever. Look at this thing. Yeah. You you can tell. These are C-level books. He's like, my my neighbor can draw. He'll do it for a six-pack. Let's do this. (laughs) My grandma can draw, but she only has one hand. Exactly. All right, so it looks like Mr. Marks is the choice. Page seven, Eddie. Page seven. Come with us, you say to your good friend Jackie, whose back is begging to have knives in it. Yeah, yeah. Staying here is crazy. Jackie agrees and joins you and Leslie. You three decide to follow the trail Mr. Marks took, but no one can remember exactly which trail that was. Jackie suggests you make a map of the camp area and decide which way to go based on that. It looks like the poorly drawn sketch below. It is. Trail A, Trail B, or Trail C. If you think Trail A will get you to Mr. Marks and the vans, turn to page 9. If you have a hunch that Trail B is the way, turn to page 14. If Trail C seems right to you, Turn to page 17. For the listeners who are not viewing this with us, there's a poorly drawn illustration of a tent. And to the west, there is trail A. To the south is trail B. And to the east is trail C. (laughs) The poorly drawn tent in front of a fire. Yeah. And the silhouette, the black silhouettes of of children. Yeah. According to the size and scale of this, uh, the tent looks like it could be the size of a skyscraper. Yes. Or the fire is the size of a, a large vehicle. And the trees are about uh, 10 feet tall. They're not very big. The forest is pretty short. No. All right. So it looks like we've got to vote in the chat for B. So that's page 14. B. There you go, sir. Page 14. Here we go. Okay. You, so you, Leslie, and Jackie decide to follow the trail into the woods. There's always something exciting about walking in the woods, day or night. It makes you feel as if you are the first person ever in an uncharted land. Mm-hmm. Visions of Pocahontas and Captain Smith, maybe even Christopher Columbus. What adventure? Suddenly an unpleasant odor reaches your nose. Ooh. Odor, no doubt familiar even to Christopher C. But one that probably means you've gone the wrong way. You've come to the latrine. <laughs> Pew. <laughs> you'd better go back to page seven and try another trail (laughs) oh my gosh gerald got excited it's not bigfoot i'm sorry buddy it's just doo-doo sometimes sometimes Uh, it's just not bigfoot sometimes it's poop sometimes it is just poop so let's see we went to trail b so let us know in the chat did we do trail a or trail c trail a or c yeah gerald Ah, ah crap literally i know right (laughs) <laughs> okay see all right that's that i'm up for that one turn to page 17 yes this seems to be the right trail back to the vans jackie was smart to make the map 
You're feeling pretty smug as you walk through the forest, certain you're headed for the vans, home and safety, and away from Danger Mountain. Suddenly, without warning, you see Leslie's hand go up as a signal to stop. Jackie stops next as Leslie groans. Oh, no! You and Jackie see, too. It's Mr. Sm it's Mr. Marks. He is lying across the trail in what appears to be a, a most uncomfortable position, eyes fixed toward the sky. While you are gathered around him, wondering what to do or say, Mr. Marks's eyes suddenly focus on you. His hand goes to his mouth in a classic teacher gesture, which is weird. Shh. He hisses at you. Don't say anything. If you're thinking he's saying that because he's a teacher and that's what teachers always say, turn to page 19. If you think he knows what he's hissing about, turn to page 25. This is just weird. And below on page 18 is, again, one of the worst illustrations. <laughs> oh I'm sorry. You're like, right. Third grader. They must have done like, like a contest. I was like, we need drawings for the book. Here's the downside. We have exactly $4 to pay for all of them. <laughs> we have low to no budget. <laughs> How do you feel about us paying you in high fives? Uh -huh. <laughs> like $5 bills? No, like this. <laughs> oh, I like at the, at the top of that page there, you're feeling pretty smug. I mean, no. do we not feel smug? Right. Uh, uh, we have a vote for I think he knows what he is hissing about so page 25 Mr. Mark hisses shh again with such authority that you and your friends freeze his eyes search the branches and sky above him you look up also expecting to see the bank robbers but wait a minute who ever heard of bank robbers and trees Mr. Mark stands up shaking his head oh I'm so disappointed he says I thought for a moment, just a moment, that I heard the mating call of the rare Thompson red-billed night duck. Can you imagine? It nests in tall pines, and although I know it would be most unusual in this zone, I hoped against hope that I had actually. Mr. Marks, have you lost your marbles? Leslie asked bluntly. These woods are full of bank robbers, and you're looking for red-nosed ducks? Let's get on to the vans. Here, this is the way to go, Leslie points to the left. Oh, no, said Mr. Marks. Where, where we want to go is to the right. If you want to stick with Leslie, go left. If you think Mr. Marks really isn't a bird brain, oh, gosh, go right. <laughs> go left or go right. Was that a pun? Yeah, runs him over with a car. That's <laughs> a pun. Yes. <laughs> Only Jesse is allowed to make puns. Yeah, exactly. So like, oh, we have a go left. Page 14. Gerald's like, I am going to find, this has got to be some sort of, he's not wrong with the Pine Barrens, by the way. Look at him with a deep knowledge. What page is this one? 14? All right, well, this is easy. Page 7, try another trail. We know that much. Yeah. Okay. All right, go back to page 7 then. So we got to go trail A. Wow. What a... <laughs> You know, it's counting all this as endings, I bet you. They are. Trail A. Page nine, then. Should I read that or should you? Oh, I'll go ahead and do it. Yeah. Leslie leads the way down to the path toward Mr. Marks and the vans. You hope. None of you can really remember how you got into camp. So it's just a shot in the dark as how to get home. 
Yeah, a shot in the dark, agrees Jackie. And all of a sudden, that's exactly what you hear. Bang. Ooh. Stop and listen as a voice rings out from the distant bullhorn. Attention. We know who you are in there. We're searching the mountain with infrared equipment and heat-sensitive scopes. Give yourselves up now, or we will come after you. Nice. We'll get you dead or alive. What now? That escalated quickly. want the police to mistake you for bank robbers. But poor Mr. Marks is still out there somewhere and may need your help. I think we'd better try to find the police, says Leslie. Forget that, says Jackie. The police are all over the other side of the lake. That's where the voice is coming from. Let's find Mr. Marks and get to the vans. All right, another choice. If you want to seek protection of the law, head for the lake on page 70. If you're still concerned about Mr. Marks, turn to page 72. So do we go head for the lake or do we help Mr. Marks? I mean, we're a very hubris inflated nine-year-old. I'm surprised we're even considering well, helping anybody. Yeah. And like, this is like micro choices. This isn't even like <laughs> full choice. <laughs> Hopefully they will miss their marks. Gerald has hit us with what, uh, what, when would that be though? Oh, help, help marks. Uh, so 72, 72. That's you, Eddie. I'm on it. Okay, then let's keep going this way, you say. Mr. Marks has to be right near here. We should be close to the vans. They're probably right up. Uh-oh, the path splits here. <laughs> okay, guys, which way now, left or right? Suddenly, it seems your opinions are cut off. There's another bang, and it's right next to you. Is it the cops or the robbers? Which way will you run? If you want to run away from the shots, turn to page 83. If you want to run towards the shots, turn to page 85. This run is where we could cue up that little song where they're just screaming out shots. Shot, shot. <laughs> Gerald has now entered into Al Garrison world where he's like, I want you to run towards the bullets. Run towards the knife. Do it, Lee. All right. We're going to run towards the gunfire. As we are an insane little nine-year-old. Here, let's go towards the noise. It must be the police, you tell your friends. See, look at our logic. I know. It's great. That's what you think. You walk carefully to the source of the noise and call out, but there's no answer. You find that the noise wasn't any kind of gun at all. Just an old wooden door flapping in the evening breeze, slamming itself against the entrance to a cave. The sign above the entrance says Indian treasure mine. Now that sounds promising. You all enter and find yourself in a labyrinth of deep tunnels. Surely you won't find the bank robbers or the police in here, but what will you find? Enter the cave and learn the secret of the Indian treasure mine. Turn to page 53. I love our, our logic. <laughs> Get That's ready awesome. for the best drawn map you could ever see, kids, on page 53. Oh, man. Okay, 53. Know how we said every good choose-your-own-adventure book needs a map? Well, here you go. Never let us tell you. We never gave you something. <laughs> yeah, this is hilarious. It's like, the worst map I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> the map above shows where you are. If you come out at exit A... <laughs> Page 65. If you come out at exit B, turn to page 54. If you come out at exit C, turn to page 81. 
But remember the last time we had three choices? They just kind of make you. I know. Anyway. So I would just say, let's pick a pick a cave entrance, kids, A, B, or C, a, B, or cave exit. Or yeah, <laughs> you come out exit A. C. Turn to page eighty-one. Eighty-one. I guess you. This, this is the classic. The guy was hopping all over the place. Yes. Ugh. Finally, you see the light at the end of the tunnel, or is it? Is a freight train coming your way to quote Metallica? There you go, Gerald. There's your, there's your, there's your, there's your Metallica reference. Uh, not, not that Gerald wanted that, but I, I feel like he did. I feel like he went, he, he needed that today. A little Metallica reference. A little Metallica reference there. Um, or is it an eerie flickering light and you realize that it must be a campfire? But whose? Just as you come to the mouth of the cave, there's a stream of air and a thwap. An arrow is embedded in your chest. I'm kidding. In the tree chunk right next to your head. Thwap. Another just misses you on the other side. The three of you run back into the cave to hide. Hey, knock it off. You call to the pursuers, putting up a good front under the circumstances. That's a good front. That would really stop people from shooting arrows at you. Boy, do we take a wrong turn, you tell your friends. You've always had a knack for the obvious. <laughs> I've always been a somewhat of a comedian myself. <laughs> Let's try to find another way out. You go back to wandering through the tunnels in the cave. Luckily, whoever was shooting at you decided not to follow you. You sure hope you can find another way out soon. Turn to page 53 to choose a different path. Yep. They're gonna this is the by the way, I will say this. This is the most maddening thing. Choose your own adventure books. Never had us do this. No. This is I knew of books that did this, and it was the most like as a kid, you just want to rip this thing in half. Yeah, they they did it. We did run into a few of these on the regular ones, but it's mm. rare. It is rare. Another so back one. back to the map, kids. Okay, let us know in the chat. We already did A or B. So it's basically A or B on which one actually has an answer. I mean, you know, if you were a kid, I would just cheat and go to I'd have my feet. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't even turn away from this page. Gerald saying exit A. Okay. So that's 65, 65, sir. Finally, you come out of the tunnel into a huge room lit by an eerie glow. Is it the crystalline walls and the gigantic stalactites that glow? No, the light appears to come from torches. But the glow, where does that come from? You walk farther into the room and you realize that the glow is from jewels. Oh, of jewels. There are diamonds and rubies, gold and silver, pearls, opals. You name it, it's there. Chief Sitting Elk's treasure. There really is one. You take a flying leap into the enormous pile of gems. Suddenly, the jewels seem to be getting warm, almost hot. You, your feet become un- uncomfortable, uncomfortably burning. Hey, wake up, says JJ. Your feet are almost in the campfire. Oh, I know where this is going. You sit up with a start. There's no cave. There's no torches. And alas, no gems. There weren't even any bank robbers. There's only Mr. Mark's monotonous voice still talking about the camp out schedule. <laughs> then at 8.30, campfire. 8.45, community sing. 9 o'clock, moth hunt. Ooh. 9.30, fire catching contest. 10 o'clock, taps. Boy, this camp out is definitely the end. <laughs> it was a dream sequence. It 
was all a dream. Oh. The, the, going, the back and forth, the A, B, and C, yes, annoying, but a dream sequence in it? I mean, okay, I guess. I I literally wish we had something to do, something to... Here, well, here's what we can do for the kids. Uh, we've already played Proof Rock and Schmidt a bunch. I just, this is not, it's not an ending. Not, so we had two, two not endings? Two not an endings. I mean, we didn't die. We didn't die. There's no real risk in this one. This one, there was zero risk. <laughs> There's no way that this book has 20 endings. I'm betting you that all the things that we reached that were like, pick again, like that was an ending in their mind. Probably. I didn't have dream sequence on my bingo. Yeah, I mean, yeah. Is this the first dream sequence we've come across? I think. Uh, you know, in the Christmas book, there's a dream sequence too. Remember? That's right. That's right. Yeah. Uh, they they cheaped out on Choose Your Own Adventure, which hey, we're coming up on the holiday, everybody. So we may we didn't read it last year. We may read it again this year. Yeah, yeah, we may. Do I think match. it's time. What's that? A like a, a Halloween slash Christmas one. Ooh. I like that Christmas ween Christmas type thing. Yeah. But no, I think this is, it's rare, but there has been a dream sequence before. I don't like them, <laughs> you know, but uh, we'll do what we got to do. Elsewhere series finale where it was a dream of a autistic child. Oh yeah. The St. Elsewhere or no wait, Well, yeah. St. Elsewhere, right? Elsewhere. Yeah. 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 It was all in a snow globe. Tommy's yeah. never there. <laughs> I yeah. dreamt about a hospital. <laughs> Eat your peas. Oh man. Well, hey, we'll we'll do this again and we'll we'll see what what insane so dream sequences we can subject you to. Yes. But uh thanks for everybody in the chat. Yes. To you choose podcast.com and listen to the old episodes and maybe become a shark, but I doubt it. You know, you never know. Uh hey, uh, this is our Thanksgiving week to everybody. So happy Thanksgiving to everyone uh, uh, who's watching us in America or North America. Happy Thanksgiving. Um, and uh, yeah, stay tuned. We'll have another one in two weeks and uh, we'll get ready for, we'll be prepping for our Christmas one. Cause we got, we'll have to do the Christmas one. Yeah. So it probably will be the Christmas slash Halloween, you know, we'll, we'll find out something. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, everyone. Thank you for watching and listening. And uh, like we said, next time, join us because uh, you, you will choose the adventure. All right. Thanks, everybody. Good night, everybody.